Avalon Fundamentals Fast Pitch Program was founded in 2017 with a goal to develop the skills of fast pitch players in Newfoundland at the grassroots level. Branded as Avalon Wave, the program is based out of the metro region of St. John's, Newfoundland, a well-known hotbed of fast pitch on the world stage. The Avalon Wave Base Program is offered to athletes aged 3 to 12 years old and runs for eight weeks throughout the summer. The station-to-station base training allows for development through proper instruction and repetition. All the drills are communicated to the volunteer coaches in advance of the training session, such that the proper techniques are taught with each station. Starting with 60 athletes in 2017, the Avalon Wave membership reaches over 300 participants in 2020 through base program and additional camps and clinics. Avalon Wave believes that the success in growing the sport lies with building a strong foundation through developing the sport as a whole players, coaches, umpires, and volunteers. Through the countless volunteers that offer help each summer, Avalon Wave has seen extended not only the growth in the base program, but has recently developed both a boys and girls fast pitch team, which are getting ready to compete off the island in 2021. Any information regarding the program can be found on their website or through their social links, Facebook and Instagram. They hope everyone is staying safe and are looking forward to seeing you at the park soon. Hey, hey, happy Monday, everyone, and welcome to episode nine of Outside the Shoot. I'm your host, Randy Frame. Before we introduce the guests, it's time to announce the OTC Player of the Week. And this week, we're heading to Georgia as Marissa Miller got the North Gwinnett season off to a big bang on Thursday as she went three for three with three home runs and six RBIs to lead the Bulldogs to a 12-0 win. Great job, Marissa. Now on to our guest, and this week, we're heading back over to the Rock as we sit down and talk to Gould's native, Ryan Bolin. Ryan has had an amazing career to date, winning seven Canadian Senior Championships, two ISC World Titles, two Canadian Junior Championships, an ISF World Title, and a Pan Am Games Gold Medal. We're going to talk to Bully about growing up in Goulds and getting a start in the game, having a successful junior career, being named to Team Canada, having his brother Shane walk it off to win the ISC World Title with the Toronto Gators, and the run of Canadian titles that are still ongoing to this day. This is a fantastic interview with an absolute beauty in the game. So as usual, grab that drink, sit back, relax, because here we go. Don't act surprised, I got soul like Jackson 5 Class, get it in with the classic vibe I'm a four-course meal, ain't no appetizer Word, everybody gotta Forget the everyday stress for a minute We about to celebrate like we in the ninth inning Two outs about to win the pennant I'm waiting on my payday Like I'm living in my heyday 19 at the club like JJ And we're live Bully, thanks for coming on, buddy Hey, thank you, thanks for having me Not a problem, how's things over in, in Gould's, Newfoundland today? Oh, it's pretty hot here today. It's about 30 degrees, I guess. We just came back from the park from the uh, kids program that we got going on. So right on. Good. Yeah. yeah. How's, uh, how's, how's Jack liking ball? Well, I, he's not doing too bad. Well, I mean, he's only t- uh, he'll turn three now in October, but he can he probably got a better swing than uh, than I do at, at that age anyway. Uh, he's an aggressive <laughs> little hitter. He swings hard. He, Told to swing hard and throw hard, so right on. That's where the Danufi's yeah. swinging hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know that's that's the way we teach. We're taught down here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, as I as I start with everybody that comes on here, uh, how how did you get your start in the game? I got my start really from watching my dad play. So he was a a senior ball player here. Um, 
myself and Shane and a few neighborhood kids would go down and watch the, the senior league here locally. Um, 95 was when the Nationals were here. was a, was a big one for all of us. Uh, just watching the Toronto Gators play and, and green sleeves, uh, seen a few big home runs there. And just, you know, we, we all got the itch there. It was a, it was a click of us, I guess, uh, playing in Ghouls, Minor, and then playing with Team Newfoundland and stuff. So, yeah, that's how I got my start. That Gators team, was was Darren Zach playing with them then? That was Zach, yeah. yeah. Was Darren Zach, Underwood, Todd Merton. Uh, Zach got the ball. I think on Friday and just didn't give up any runs. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty dominant then, from what I remember anyway. Right on. Just remember his aura around the field um, and the kids following him and stuff. And thought that was pretty cool. And, you know, even when I met him years and years later, and even if I see him now, I, I still picture the same, same presence, really. Right. Uh, right. He had that much of an impact on us, I guess. Yeah, he's kind of a larger than life man. Yeah, and yeah. and just a, a humble gentleman, and, yeah. you know, uh, and just mean looking on the mound. But it was just you know that presence really uh, attracted us to the game and, and seeing what you can do with it. So for sure, that was a big one for us. Yeah. So how was your, how was the minor ball program growing up there in uh, in Gould? <laughs> it was it wasn't. Caught fire when we were uh, probably twelve and under. wasn't too hot. I don't think the ghouls, I think the ghouls were okay, but uh, there was a few of us that uh, that got coaching. Uh, my dad and, and Jeff Kirk started coaching around twelve and, and fourteen, and then we became pretty decent at it then. And um, you know, playing community ball against like the Brad Ezico and Mark Lewis, Justin Gill. Uh, those those guys and uh, I guess the, the coaches here seeing a, a potential to step it up for Canada Games program in 03 and 04 uh, for the 05 games so uh, there was definitely potential in the early stages and a few coaches stuck with us and see what we could do really Excellent, so did you get the, were you in the Canada Games program? Yes, yeah, we started, we had the Canada Games in 05 uh, and our program started in 2003 with the tryouts Right, right. How was yeah. uh, how was that experience? Uh, that was probably well. I guess the, the best experience for a tournament I ever played was Pan Am Games, being a multi-sport mm. event. But I mean, Canada Games was was right next to that. You know, treated like a professional athlete at such a young age, um, and then really seeing the rest of Canada it was our first time playing against different provinces like Team BC, Team Nova Scotia, Team Ontario. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing how we compared to those guys um, and what we had to work on. It was eye-opening, but it was it was good, and uh, we were treated unbelievably at, at Canada Games. And, you know, it's unfortunate that it missed the cycle, but uh, I'm, I'm coaching, actually, assistant coach on the next Canada Games team. Nice. At, oh, right on. Yeah, 2021 in Niagara Falls. So uh, those guys, uh, you know, we're preparing, but uh, it, it's good life experience, too, at those events. Oh, absolutely. So absolutely. what is the, what is the Canada games program? Where are they, are they playing now? Like, uh, as a couple of teams type thing, like in any leagues or is it just no. strictly practicing? Strictly practicing. Yeah. Right, okay. I mean, they would play in our intermediate league, but that the numbers are down on that this year. Oh, I gotcha. I mean, it's 
we started so late and yeah. scheduling is a bit of a nightmare. So the guys are dispersed over a, over a few teams, and a couple of them are playing senior and having quite success, some good success in senior too. A couple Excellent. of the guys, so that's good. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we should be okay. In uh, 2006, you went to junior Nats as a as a midget age player. So you were telling me there, uh, how was how was that uh, first junior Nats? How the, how'd that go? Well, that was eye-opening for you know for us really for so I would say like the Canada Games crew that we had never ever played with the uh, I guess the cycle ahead of us. So if you picture it, you had like uh, Jason Hill, Steve Mullally, um, Lee Coe, Saki Evely. They were the cycle ahead ahead of our Canada Games team. So they were their last couple of years junior, and we were uh, just finished Canada Games. So what happened was Jason and Steven and uh, Saki couldn't play with Team Newfoundland. So it opened up a couple of spots for Brad and I and Sheldon Keogh and Mark Lewis, Justin Gill. So we managed to, to get on the roster. To be honest, I had, we didn't know what to uh, expect at, at that tournament. I mean, we were just youngsters, really. Mm. And... Uh, it was Sean's pretty much it was his coming out party um, in 06 there everyone knew he was a good pitcher but he really had to put the team on his back and and uh, see what he could do and uh, I mean people had good tournaments that are still having good tournaments today I mean Brad was one of our best hitters as a midget age player hit a few big home runs uh, nobody knew him yeah. and uh, I think we were definite underdogs there um, played Steve and, and the Scarborough Wolverines in, in the finals, and managed to beat them, and uh, that was that was pretty nice actually. I'd say very nice for the older crowd, like Sean Clary, Brian Clark, uh, the older crowd that were with us. Yeah. Unreal for for us too, but uh, knowing that you know three of our best players, let's say, uh, were playing ISC ball and couldn't play at juniors, um, and basically a bunch of misfits got hobbled together, and we went up and won it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Not too shabby. Yeah. I mean, you know, you you look back now and you're like, Jesus, look at the team they had. Those players are yeah. really good. Yeah. But back then, I mean, no, nobody nobody would have would have thought we were right. win that tournament. Right. Yeah. And the following year in uh, two thousand seven, <laughs> senior nats were held in Saint John's. Uh that was that was yeah. actually that was my first one too. And uh, you were telling me that you had one at bat. You gotta hit you gotta hit off bat. off wags. I had a hit, yeah, a dribbler up the middle. Nice. I don't think they were really uh, expecting too much of me there, but uh, it must have been pretty cool to, you know, to be playing on home soil, though. Yeah, I mean, so we got to play with uh, Newfoundland one, uh, so Robert McCoy, Marshall, or host, whatever we call. Hmm. For me, uh, the experience was just getting around Sean O'Brien. To be honest with you, All right? Um, I knew um, that he was who I wanted to be as a catcher, I mean, the catcher of the national team. Mm. Um, and just spending a week with him, warming up pitchers, picking his brain, using his gloves, seeing what kind of glove I wanted to get next. <laughs> uh, <laughs> listening to people like Colin Abbott, um, you know, those guys, Rob O'Brien, yeah. whoever yeah. else is on the team, Blair, Steven, um, pick apart pitchers and, and, Picking their brains on how to set up defense and you know situational hitting it was just it's too much for me to even remember right now. But I'm sure I was just like a sponge that entire week. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
I didn't get to play much, but the learning experience was uh, astronomical for sure. It's funny, uh, like Framer doesn't let me talk a whole lot here. And uh, <laughs> so I have like two questions for, for Bowley. And one of them was like, uh, you know, when you were entering the senior circuit, who were you looking up to? And obviously it was Sean O'Brien, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks, Framer. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, he, uh, he looked up to... Well, he says he looked up to my dad, who was a, a good catcher back home. Yeah. Um, so I didn't really get to see Sean much because he left um, and went to Ontario. Obviously, following the game, I knew um, I knew of him um, and listened to some stories from say, Colin and Steve, and they had high regards about Sean. We're getting to play with him a couple times, and then you know it was was a great experience. He just showed me his book and how he picks apart hitters. Nice. Um, and then he did uh, he did a bit of coaching with us in 2015, the year we won it, um, and he really helped me along the, the process there. Um, and just being more confident as a catcher, and then uh, trying to forget about shitty at bats, and, and you know not to worry about my stick as much as uh, just leading the leading the charge on the defense side of it was uh, was the main goal there, and that's what he really drove home uh, for me. That's nice. Excellent. Now, yeah. What did you do in uh, 2008? 2008, uh, well, I just played junior, um, and I was doing school. Oh, okay. Didn't play there, yeah. And that, yeah, you took, and you weren't at senior Nats in 2009 either. 2009, no, no, no. junior nationals. That's the year we beat uh, uh, Nova Scotia there in the finals and hometown. Oh, in the in the in the junior Nats that year. Yeah. Who was, geez, who was with Nova Scotia? I'm trying to. Um, that was like Donnelly Archibald through the finals, Bobby Sill. Oh, uh, right. Really. It was one of those ones yeah. we forgot about. Holy cow. Yeah. yeah. That's, geez. Yeah. <laughs> that's bad on our part. Yeah, they had a good team. Yeah. Yeah. Good team. Yeah. I think a lot of those guys are still playing, actually. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Which is yeah. good. Yeah. We, we thought Avery was going to get the ball in the finals, but uh, what Donnelly did. Right. So. He just gave me the heebie-jeebies at Avery at that weird delivery, man. Yeah. It's just, it's just awkward. <laughs> so in 2010, you, uh, that was, uh, you were in Sean's coming out party at Senior Nats. Um, that was in Charlottetown. Uh, what do you think attribute to that, to that, you guys coming out there? So, so in 2006 and 2007, when I played junior with Sean, I didn't get to catch him. So I used to play second base. Um, and then, 2010, uh, I was catching for the local team, Three Cheers Pub, and he said, "Well, we're gonna we're gonna go to nationals, um, and thinking we're gonna get Sean as our pitcher. If team One don't want him." So I was like, oh, "Fuck, man! I kind of want to play on Team One. Like, <laughs> want to get picked up or win the goddamn nationals." Yeah, and. Uh, Sean basically, uh, the manager basically said, well, Sean is in, he wants you to catch. And I was like, okay, well, fuck, I don't even know him really. Like, mm. I'll catch for him though. I mean, he's obviously sick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he said, yeah, we got a pretty good team. We got Darren Box, uh, Glenn Ormsby, uh, Rob Schwire, Shane, Chris Mar, and Mark Lewis, a couple of, couple of more local players. We're like, yeah, let's, let's do it up. And, uh, pretty much caught every single game there, swang the bat well. I mean, it was easy for me. We were Newfoundland too. Um, 
no one really gave us much credit. Right. So we probably weren't we probably weren't getting you know Frank Cox's and Donnie Scott's or Paul Cords. No, you were, were get, you were getting the Randy Frame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like but but again, like it, it was still like so we started hitting and and Sean just started getting a lot of zeros and uh, we were playing Kitchener in the double life game. And I'll never forget it. We're in the tie game, and we see a, a, car, a cab pull in parking lot on about 100 miles an hour, jams on the brakes. Buddy pops out of the car with a suitcase, and it's Wolfie. Oh, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, that and, helps. Uh, and he came in with and that bad against Sean and extras, and, and they beat us one nothing yeah. to the home run. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 But like, I was thinking. Yeah, like amazing. I was I was thinking about this last night because I figured the whole Sean was going to come up. I don't know if he lost another game at Senior Nationals since that game. Maybe there was one in 2011. I don't know if he got the loss in the finals. Okay. He might be right, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he lost another game since. Okay, yeah. Actually, I was I was I was going to bring up that the. Uh, Next year, the 2011 finals, you guys had a 3-2 lead going in the sixth against Kitchener. And, yeah. uh, yeah, they, they scored two in the, in the sixth to go up four or three, uh, you know, losing that game. Do you think that set the stage for, you know, for what's ongoing to this day with you guys? Probably. Yeah. I mean, we all knew that, that someday we're going to get one. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just had too, too many players dedicated to, to that. Yeah. And we put together some, you know, some pretty big teams with yeah. imports, you know, the best imports you could get. I mean, you look at 2012, you had Ian Fairman, uh, Jeff Ellsworth, Sean Witten, and then you had Colin Abbott, Ward Goss, Steve Mullally, Blair Esco, Brad Esco, Carl Esco, Shane, <laughs> Sean. Yeah. You know, so, you know, you're going to win at some point. Right. Um But then it just caught fire and it's just like, oh, we'll do it again. We'll like, let's keep the same crew again and we won another one it's like well we got to keep going now as far as we can as far as we can take it mm-hmm. um, let's, let's see what we can do uh, but yeah I mean and it was nice after the loss in 2017 to, to come back and, and win again and then the boys what they done last year yeah it was crazy this phenomenal right yeah just yeah. as pure heart and determination and experience yeah now you were you were named to the national team in in 2011. Was that was that after that nationals or was that before nationals? So that was before that nationals. That was basically after the 2010. After nationals. 2010. Okay. Yeah. 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 So how how was that feeling being you know named to the named to the team Canada? Oh man, I was on the way to the ball field and I got the call from the coach and I just had to pull over and I just. I started sweating and shaking. I mean, <laughs> he said, "Yeah, we want you on the roster for uh, for this Pan Am qualifier, wherever it was to, somewhere in Mexico." I was like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, yeah, don't care when it is, don't care how many exams <laughs> I had, don't care about work." No. And I just, I just had to pull over and just take a few a few deep breaths. I had to call everyone in my in my phone book, and I was like. It was just, it was amazing, you know, put a lot of work into that. I never, ever thought that we would get there, mm-hmm. uh, just because the, the talent pool, but I caught a, I guess a couple lucky breaks, played with a lot of good players Yeah. Um, to, to get, you know, that chance uh, to play in a big game. So, I mean, that's what it comes down to, getting breaks and making the best of them. Um, and, and your teammates really, like, 
vouching for you and, and, and trying to get you to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. Now you guys, you talked about that Pan Am qualifier. You guys obviously made the Pan Am uh, tournament there and you won gold. Um, in 2012, how was how was that feeling? Since you were relatively new to the program, you know, winning gold on that uh, at that opportunity there. Yeah, so I mean, that was our first time uh, playing those types of teams, those caliber teams. Mm. Um, and we went down there with, I would say, you know, not not Team Canada's starting nine. That's for sure. I mean, we had a good team, but it wasn't, you know, Ryan Wolf or Ian Fairman. Those guys weren't there. I mean, we went down with generally new. Squad. Um, it was it was eye opening to the to the fact that you you knew that you could beat some big teams, but it didn't. But it it, it was humbling in 2013 when we got fifth, realizing okay, well, Pan Am's was really not our end goal. Right. Um, mm. That that uh, that fall. I mean, un- unbelievable experience, unbelievable tournament, wicked party at the end of it. I mean, we got <laughs> we had stopped in Miami um, with cancel flights. We partied there once we won it. Uh, but I think then we kind of took uh, New Zealand in 2013 a little for granted or not prepared as much right. as we should have been, yeah. at least for me, because, you know, I, I thought it was king. I thought it was like yeah. the best in the world. Like We just won the Pan Ams. I mean, how good can the other countries get and how good are they right and uh, turns out really good yeah yeah <laughs> so, exactly uh, <laughs> yeah that was a kick in the arse you know like yeah we won a pan am qualifiers which was unbelievable and an un- unforgettable experience and something i'm very proud of but it's also eye-opening that uh, these other these other countries in new zealand australia japan um are down there working their guts out too yeah uh, well i actually i watched i watched that uh 2013 Venezuelan game there today that you guys you, you lost that game uh, yeah. that that home run Flores hit like nine times out of ten nobody's swinging at that pitch like he tomahawked that yeah and yeah uh, it swings so hard he just barreled it and yeah. fucking gone yeah and yeah that was, they probably had a pick on Sean too I mean I don't know they, was it Sean that he hit it off yes. yeah it was yeah actually Sean seemed to be being squeezed there the first little bit of the game. I noticed you. You seemed like you were getting a little agitated with the umpire. Yeah, I mean, that was just a some shitty, shitty event that happened that day. We yeah. went to the field normally, getting prepared, uh, you know, an hour before. And the next game, sorry, the game before us, I mean, it took, I think it went to X training. So it was a big old brawl. Rona fucking demolished the catcher and the facts were getting, <laughs> and like, we were just so focused on that. Yeah. Like, oh man, remember that? What happened at the place? And then, you know, just a kid and not realizing that we got to focus on Venezuela now. Um, uh, and then I don't know. I guess we were amped up a little bit too much and, and squeezing zones, um, or thinking the you know thinking Sean wasn't getting any strike calls, but maybe they were actually balls. And I was losing my mind a little bit. Mm. And uh, had I just you know I take a lot of the, a lot of heat for that because uh, I should have been calming the situation down. And uh, that was a big learning experience for me. Right. Um, you know, just reflecting on that. I wasn't hitting the ball that tournament either and uh, taking some frustrations out defensively 
And I, I guess going back to, you know, what Sean O'Brien was, was saying to me um, leading up to the 2015 events was we, you got to focus on your pitchers now and focus on the defense. And, you know, if I think back at 2013, I was uh, being selfish and purely focused on myself. And that wasn't, uh, that wasn't what was best for the team there. I'm not saying that that's the only reason we lost for sure. We didn't, we came out flat, but, uh, but, you know, personally speaking, uh, I could have did a lot better, but, uh, I was a kid, and I thought we beat them in 2012. We're going to beat them again, and that wasn't the case. Right. Right. I'm going to rewind a little bit here for the year before at Senior Nats 2012 when you guys won your first one. Uh, you jumped out to a 5 nothing lead before it was called against Kitchener. Was that a little revenge for the prior year? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, we had a... We had a pretty good team on fire that that year too. I mean, well, when Lolly, <laughs> Lolly yeah, went I mean, off. Fuck, I think we talk about that. Yeah, every time yeah we, talk. we talk about that all the time. <laughs> yeah, I think every ball that he bat just went over the fence. Yeah, that was you know, that was unbelievable. What what he done that tournament? Um, yeah, it was a bit of a different Kitchener team for sure because uh, we played the Cubs in twelve and the River Sharks in uh, eleven. So a bit of a different crew. Like there was no wolf for O'Brien mm. there, but uh, the Cubs still had a still a good a good team. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think uh, they they ran into a pretty eager team to to win one there. I mean, I know it was a shortened game, but I don't know if there was much coming back there with with Cleary going the way he was going and Witty on the bench ready to go. Right. right. I don't know. Yeah. The following year, you guys got to win it won it again there and. Uh... You got to win it on the field this time. I mean, we talked to Hilly about it. He said he said it was a little bit uh, a little bit more satisfying winning it in you know on the field. You know, you get that feeling celebrating with everybody. Uh, what was your take on it? Yeah, for sure. And to see like I've played with Brad pretty much my entire life, and to see his excitement after you know, hitting that walk off home run, I mean, it was just amazing to, to watch. You know, one of your best friends coming sprinting around the bases to. <laughs> To win it, and I mean that everyone knew he was going to be the best. But now, 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 kid, you're mm. you're up there and on your way, and let's just keep yeah. it going. Mm. In 2014, in Charlottetown again, uh, it was an all Newfoundland finals. I said that must have been a, a proud moment for the you know the people in Newfoundland and for you guys to have an all Newfoundland final. It was a very proud moment. However, we were nervous as anything going into that game. We just said, if we lose this game, <laughs> we will not hear the end. Of it. Yeah, true enough. <laughs> now, and I remember just like, and that's no, that's not a good way to play ball. Nervous like that. Mm. And we was just like, oh my god, we cannot lose this game. <laughs> if we lose, we can't come back to the to the rock here now. <laughs> yeah. Silver medal. Uh, but now the boys put together a, a good team as well. I mean, that Kelly's pub team, Robbie and and Linton there. Donnie King, you know, they had a really good run and, and hats off to them. I mean, 2014, gold and silver, 2012, gold and, and third, and, and 2016, I guess, home was gold and silver. So, yeah. not too bad. So, yeah, we, we definitely had one, you know, we, we say the, the Galway Hitman team, like, let's, let's keep it together and, and try to win one but I mean the, the second team is always right there as well and they're dedicated in winning as well and oh god yeah they, they, yeah and they play hard and feel really good teams and yeah, yeah they're, they're probably an underdog uh, to that Galway team but certainly not to take anything uh, for granted there because they can shove one 
right up there as well. Yeah, for sure. Hey, listen, uh, Bully, I got a question, uh, and I've watched this a few times, but in 2015, when you guys won gold at the Pan Ams, uh, you guys <laughs> played Venezuela, yeah. and Sean struck that last batter out on a high, yeah. whatever the hell it was, and then mm-hmm. the son of a bitch stuck his foot out. Did, did he try to trip you, or what the hell happened? Because it looked like he got shot by a sniper rifle right after that. Yes. He definitely did try to trip me off there and completely ruined the whole celebration. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, and I was so upset, like, not upset because I, like, looked like a fool in front of all my friends and family and, you know, almost fell on my face. Upset because the journey of two really good friends and really good teammates, um, you know, we never really won one on the field like that together. Right. Mm. So I was going out there, like, guys, you don't even understand, like, we were down to fields with garbage bins set up as, you know, tin garbage bins as, set up as a left-hand batter and a right-hand batter, right. and I'm there with my gear on, just getting pinned because Sean struggles, you know, he struggles to throw to a, to a left-handed batter on the inside to, to start uh, like start a game. Right. So we're there working on that, and that's the year before, and then, you know, we made some decisions to, to go play together with the with the Gators and stuff, so, yep. you know, surely for the national team. Um, and then, you know, we know what happened in, in uh, uh, Saskatoon. We yeah. couldn't finish the game together. And, you know, God love Devo. He came in and finished it. And Stephen and Brandon and all our hitters, Brad, of course. Yeah. Um, but this was like, this was our, okay, you know, we, you know, Sean and I, that game was probably the best game, one of the best games he's ever pitched. And yeah. certainly the best game, you know, I've caught for him. And I mean, that rise ball, um, that lifted a couple of feet yeah. and just, <laughs> A moment where you're like, fuck yeah, man, like we done it. And then little, you know, whatever thing happened, um, you know, it kind of made me frustrated. And then I got got a little hot-headed and started taunting the guys a little bit. Stupid, I know. My mom and dad there, my wife there, like, <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, well, it was ridiculous that he did that. And especially, you know. You lost the game. Just suck it up and get the hell off the field. Don't something stupid like that. Like I could have got killed for Christ's sakes. You look like you were vibrating when you were turned around and looked at him anyway. And then oh, everybody yeah. cleared I it remember, up. Yeah. yeah, I remember Hugh Michener, who's a head dog with softball Canada. He came to find me after the Pan Ams. Was like, oh no, <laughs> here we go. Yeah. And he was like, no, he tripped you up, didn't he? I was like, yes, he tripped me up. Really hurt. <laughs> <laughs> really hurt. <laughs> but yeah, it looked like he was the one that got hurt on it. Yeah. From that sniper rifle yeah. or whatever the hell hit him. Yeah, that was, that was bullshit, man. Bullshit, yeah. So after you guys... So I, did play, I did play with uh, John Zambrano since at, at some tournament down in uh, Mexico, and he apologized for the event. So I, I guess the guys on their team know that it's kind of a bullshit play. Oh, good. good. Oh, that's good. Then. good yeah. That. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But we didn't, we didn't play Rodriguez yet. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no. After you guys won the Senior Nats again in 2015, I, I come across an article that CBC put out saying, you know... Softball can't be in very good shape if Newfoundland wins this much. Uh, the game's watered down. Nobody plays softball. The other teams couldn't have been very good. And then uh, I think Mark Dwyer was quoted in the article saying, don't believe the validity of, of our sport. It may be hard to believe for some, but we are producing some of the best players in, in North America. Mm-hmm. Um, my question is, the, you know, uh, what what's your take on that? Like, 
Do you feel, do you feel I mean, there was a lack of respect to the game? Yeah, I do. Mm. Um, but that's, that's the politics of the sports politics here on the island. Anyway, it's, uh, it's all, it's always pretty much a negative first and then, uh, come back with some type of, Oh, but this is what I meant. Um, Mark is also, he's, he's a career in journalism yeah. as well. So, um, he picked up for us in a pretty professional way there. Yeah. But there, there's really a band of, uh, there's a, there's an age group here between, I guess, 81 and 94, 95. Um, so that 15 year, 16 year period, there's a, a lot of good ball players here. Um, so as you know, when we get to the, senior level um, outside of the you know two years of Pee Wee, two years of Bantam, two years of Midget, we get to the senior level, we can all come together. Um, and that's just what happened uh, for us. I mean, you know, you, we start off with, with the Colin Abbott and more Goss down to getting down to Steve, uh, Rob O'Brien and Sean O'Brien and, and Sean Whitten, Steve Mullally and Blair Ezekiel, Jason Hill. And you got Bradley, myself, then you got Shane, then you got Colin Walls and Jeremy O'Reilly, Page yeah. Group, mm. then you got Nick Pittman and Peter Kavanaugh, and then you got Jordan Pomeroy. So there's just, you know, and now, you know, you got the upper like the upper age group and the lower age group all playing together and it's kind of a it's kind of a perfect storm and um everyone got the, the same goal. So I get it. I mean Newfoundland won a few and a few in a row. Um and maybe and maybe teams were watered down, or maybe players didn't play. But uh, there were some damn good teams in those years as well. So yeah. I hope uh, I hope people recognize that, and I think they do. I think yeah, really it's more uh, the way I looked at it was kind of someone looking from the outside in who didn't really understand what was going on and and how Newfoundland was producing all of these ball players from that that age group you said of the eighties to the nineties. Like not every province has that luxury by any means. Some of the bigger provinces, no. yeah, like Ontario always did. But for someone, you know, for a group to come out of Newfoundland, like you guys in a small province, small population, it, it is pretty amazing. But at the same time, yeah. I don't think CBC had any right to, you know, say that the sports watered down because Newfoundland is so good. No. No, no I think they missed, they missed the boat there on that for, for sure. sure. Yeah. I mean, there's just a bunch of really dedicated athletes um, just trying to do the same thing, you know, win nationals, make the sport better, uh, make Team Canada and win whatever Norman Day play. Right. Mm. Awesome. Uh, so in 2016, uh, we're going to jump over the ISCs here. You got you were playing Toronto Gators. You mentioned the Gators earlier. What? Uh, yeah. What was it? What was it like to you know put on that Gators uniform? Yeah, it was pretty special, man. Like I got a bunch of Gator swag from the '90s here because. Uh, my parents bought it and and their souvenir tent when it was here, and uh, you know I got Bruce Castleman's batter's gloves uh, when he, they threw them on the field and stuff like that. So uh, to get with the Gators uh, was yeah, it was special for sure. I mean that that summer um, we brought the Kiwis down here and Terry, the coach Terry Bader, uh, for the Hill United. Rock on the Rock or whatever. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we brought the Kiwis. Skull from his dad came down as well. And I mean, we finished dead last in that tournament. Right. But it was the best thing we could have done. We, you know, we finished fifth out of five teams. All the Newfoundland teams beat us. 
Um, but we had a good time. We gelled. We bonded. And, uh, and you know, the rest is, is history for that summer. We, we just uh, came together for, for one common goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people didn't like each other on that team. Obviously, you had a, a Canada versus New Zealand rivalry there, for sure. And, and, and that was well known. But... Uh, we've said in the team meeting for one week all the secrets are shared yeah. and, uh, and and that's how we done it that, that summer right. but going back to the whole being a Gator I mean hanging around with Jack Fireman was, was awfully cool as well and his charisma and being on the dugout some people liked it some people didn't but uh, yeah I mean that's what that's the way it was in the past and I, I remember that and and that's how it still was. So, you know, even my dad was asking me questions about about the coaching staff and the sponsorship. I mean, just telling him those stories, he kind of he kind of gave a, a chuckle and said, "Yeah, that's what it was like." <laughs> um, yeah, it was wicked playing with them. That's awesome. So maybe take us through that uh, the home run your brother hit, the walk off to win the title. Well, he was he was absolutely terrible the entire week. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and just down on himself and oh you know he can't hit anymore <laughs> just suck I'm like man who cares about over 20 or whatever you were this is going into the final day yeah mm-hmm. you know we're going to get Hill United we're going to get Hill United so gear up for Adam <laughs> and uh, and I remember his last at that I was like Shane he's starting you with dippers he's starting you with dippers hit it yeah, and a uh, couple of walks or whatever, and Adam got a few pitches in, uh, in through the inning, right? And I guess Shane was just seeing he's starting with dippers, or remember he's he's at bat before starting yeah. with dippers, and just went aggressive and and he met it. And it's pretty sweet, man. Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, you guys must have you, you guys must have a pretty good uh, ripper after after you guys won that. Oh yeah, I mean, so, so that one was that one was a good one. I mean, usually the tournaments that we win, I mean, I'm just absolutely bashed. Oh yeah, at the end. But uh, we were we we ran the table that tournament, so it wasn't too bad uh, on the body. So yeah, we we tore it up pretty good <laughs> um, in the in the casino. Right it was on. pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Twenty sixteen senior nats, you guys hosted that year. Uh, yep. It was again another all Newfoundland final. Uh, mm-hmm. How was the how was the atmosphere there in the the final game? Well, I can't remember because I got absolutely demolished at the place. Oh, oh, that's right. That? When was <laughs> that, Matty Wall? Matty Wall. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the atmosphere was. I mean, I felt like a villain. The Newfoundland <laughs> fans were booing me. I'm like, what did I do? Mom! I'm like, mom! What's going on? Yeah. You know? And like, people are no, like, people are no, get off the fucking place. I'm like, what is going on? This guy rocked here. Yeah, that's rocked. crazy. Yeah. Um, we, yeah. We felt like villains. I mean, I did anyway. I mean, that was just, I mean, the, the guys, the, the Kelly's pub team, Unbelievable run as well, and yeah. I thought softball should have been celebrated. Mm. You know, two Newfoundland teams playing at home, but no, I didn't. I felt the atmosphere was great, but yeah. being on the black being on the black team there, man, it felt <laughs> like it felt like the villain. Well, I forget all about that actually. Yeah. Well, yeah. we were in the beer tent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, I watched that clip pretty often. Yeah, Betty was. 
he's certainly lighter than me, but I mean, he's 175, 70 pounds or whatever he is, 80 pounds is like a goddamn bullet and a rock. Mm. Yeah. Plus, he was going 90 miles an hour when he ran into you because the guy runs like, <laughs> yeah. runs like a deer. Runs like a deer, shoulder yeah. down into the chest. Yeah. Yeah. Went flying. <laughs> didn't he didn't he do the same thing in twenty eighteen in St. Croix? He did, yeah. 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 Jeez. Yeah. He ran life for that time though. Yeah. He's vicious, man. Maddie's vicious. Yeah, that's all right. That's okay. <laughs> I hope he's listening. Yeah. <laughs> uh twenty seventeen, the W WBSC. Uh you yeah. guys had a fourth place finish, which is probably disappointing for you guys. Uh what happened in that twelve eleven game against New Zealand? And we got third that year. Oh, did you? Yeah, they did, yeah. yeah. Get yeah. your fucking shit together, man. Man, I got to get my facts straight. Holy <laughs> Jesus. You gotta... yeah. This is why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> Just to fucking trip you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, that, yeah. That game, that was a bad one. Uh, I, try to, I try to put that out of my yeah. memory. Um, <clears throat> simply put, uh and we had them by the balls. Yeah. And, you know, we had them mercies if we uh, kept getting zeros. Um, rain was a factor. Yeah. Uh, communication. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Weather was definitely a factor, but it was a factor for them as well. Yeah, for sure. So I'm not gonna. I'm not going to uh, to blame that because they had to play in as well. But I think communication was probably a communication breakdown was. Uh, was the biggest factor, um, you know, and it comes back to being experienced and then being uh, probably the, the you know, if, if it's your first cycle or your third cycle, um, you gotta you gotta be able to have the confidence to speak to the coach and right. and and let them know if you're comfortable or or not. Um, but you know, a communication breakdown there. Um, I know. I know if if a different pitcher had to be on the mound that was more experienced, maybe, um, and, and they just would have said to the umpire, "I'm not throwing in this." Um, Is that right? We'll, we'll wait, and uh, we'll wait for the wind and rain yeah. and snow or whatever it was up there to stop, <laughs> and uh, we'll play then. Oh, and if it don't stop, we won't play. Right. Um, but you know that didn't happen, um, and it's too late then when you know, we found out that the conditions were. We're no good, and, and that's what happened. But because you know our pitching staff, you know we're, we can beat New Zealand, we can shut them out. You right. know, we we had a better pitching staff than eleven runs. Let's be honest. Yeah. So, my God. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> you know something major happened, and and no one no one put their hand up, and no, you know I can wear that one as well. Um, maybe I should have took the lead there and and, and spoke to the spoke to the umpire in chief or the umpires or you know the coaches that speak to the umpire or tournament director or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I've had my time back, you know, we're in Canada. They'll do it for us. You know, if we're not comfortable, you can go like I remember I remember in twenty fifteen in Saskatoon, I remember Colin Brian Kostarowski who was the tournament coordinator. Yeah. yeah. Great guy. Six day in and I said, Brian, we need a steamroller on this field for Sean. And he's like, not a problem. <laughs> nice. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're on home soil. You want to get that home cooking for sure. Yeah. Right. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think it was a communication breakdown and, and we didn't really regroup after that. We didn't, we didn't, after that loss, we just, I don't know, uh, you know, we lost to Australia the next day and yeah, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Did you join Kitchener Twins that year for the ISCs? Was that the year you joined them? Uh, I joined Kitchener in 2018. 2018. 2017. Yeah, 2017, I didn't play ISC, no. Oh, okay. Did, did you retire from travel ball that year? I didn't retire. I just wasn't picked by anybody that year. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> that's fucked. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, in 2016 was the last year. So in 2016, I primed. Um, and then Jack folded up shop in 2016 right. and Mike Skelton folded up shop to Scarborough in 2017. So he was gone as well. Um, so there wasn't really too many teams out there, um, to, to have a chance at winning with, mm. um, that I, that I could play with because of the prime rule. Oh yeah. So couldn't find a home that year. It's really hard to, to justify um, leaving so much if you don't feel like you have a chance at winning. Yeah. Not that, not that, yeah. Not that underdogs don't win because obviously we know an underdog can win, but at the ISC, it, it seems like your top few teams are, are always there to hunt. That's right. So, so I wasn't going to go and, and take so, many, so much time away from my family to. Yeah, that makes sense. To kind of, Playing a team that was probably not going to be there and on the final day because that, that's why I play is, is to get there and, and if I can't then I just won't and right. you know that's when I when I can't play at that level then I won't. Right, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, you guys are hosting the senior nationals next year. Uh, yeah, you were supposed to host it this year, but of course COVID shut that down. Uh, you know teams are going to be gunning for you guys and, and you're going to have the home crowd behind you. What is your guys' mindset the same? Yeah, I mean, we're we're gearing up to, to make another another shot at it. I mean, our our sponsor says that uh, he's he's in for the next couple of years, maybe. Um, a few, you know, we're all getting older now. Uh, certainly, uh, to to play at home again is probably going to be a lot of our last shot to to play at home at at that level. Mm-hmm. Um, we're you know we're going to put together a team to try and win it for sure um, and going out party I don't know if I'd call it that but I'd say it's going to be a few of the guys last, last kick at it for sure yeah right on it's good yeah it's nice that you'll be at home for the, some of those older guys too it's great yeah, yeah. now we we do a little uh, player association thing here I'm sure you're, you've heard it before so I'm going to run through uh, through some people here you can give your thoughts on them Actually, I want to ask you what your thoughts are. Have you been listening to the podcast, Ryan? You better say yes, motherfucker. I have <laughs> okay. been listening to your podcast. And what are your thoughts on it? We, we haven't really I've asked those questions. Oh, yeah, true enough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think you're doing a great job. Uh, anyone who wants to promote and give back to the to the fast pitch game is huge in my eyes. And, and obviously, you, know, you guys are well-respected voices now with the, the success of your podcast. I do think I'm gonna say it. Fire away. I'm sick. I'm sick of hearing about 2017. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> and the let ma- me tell you the why. Mastodon podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you what. Fire away. Because you, you guys deserve to win that that year. Um, Thank you. You were the best team with the best with the best pitcher in Canada that year. Yeah, that's good. Thank you. Um, I mean, if we. If I, I go back to 2004, 2005, when we played Canada games, Nova Scotia was a threat for us. Right. 
Big time. And then when you put together, uh, well, and then obviously that the year that the, the guys won with Scove yeah. uh, in June, we knew, we knew there was a lot of good players then. Yeah. And then assembling that Mastodon's team, going, uh, I guess, the fourth place finish, second place finish, third place finish. I mean, yeah. we did the same thing. Like we failed and failed and failed and failed and won. Yeah. So it was going to happen. That's right. Yeah. You know, and, and this soup team that's that's lingering around, they're gonna if they stick around and yeah, stick with win. it and have, have the drive that you know that Newfoundland had, that Nova Scotia had, they're gonna get there too. That's right. Mm. But a, a lot of you know, success comes from a lot of failure. Yeah. We failed a lot. I know we won a lot recently, but it wasn't always like that. And you guys, you know, you you were hot, got hot with a great pitcher and beat a good team yeah and you were you were a better team so good man bully yeah. i like hearing that man yeah i really appreciate yeah. that yeah. yeah thank you very no, much you, you got, yeah and, I, and like you're not warranty underdog that, that week and i know you probably felt like it but yeah. we felt like you know you know the road the road to that plaque or that trophy is going to go through Nova Scotia. Nice. we knew that that's good yeah. Like hearing that. Thank you. And we will, yeah. we'll try not to talk about 2017, but I can't guarantee you anything. <laughs> well, that's a good lead in for my first player uh, uh, to talk about, uh, Justin Schofield. <laughs> well, Schofield is one of my good friends, so yeah. uh, I'm not going to bash him or anything. I mean, he's an absolute, uh, absolute gamer. He's a pleasure to play with. Um, and someone who... You know he's he got he got some talent obviously, but the amount of work he puts into the game um, is the reason why he is what he is. And I was I'm one of those players too. I mean I got a brother that's four years younger than me. When yeah. I was ten, he'd fucking blow the doors off me in, in fast pitch, and he was six. Yeah. You no, know, I got here because I got here because watching uh, Darren Zach spark some interest, getting cut from teams spark some interest, um, yeah. and I figured. I know in Scove, I've known his fire. Uh, that's the same for him. Obviously, he got some talent, but his his uh, heart and his drive to be to be better is uh, is why he's so good and why he's such a good teammate. Yeah. One thing uh, Scove had mentioned to me was uh, you guys were playing together, and yeah. he was on the hill, and uh, you came out and talked to him anyway. And, and anyway, Sandy was up, and nothing against Sandy, but he threw. This was the winners bracket final, I believe. And he threw four straight balls. <laughs> and you came out and you said, you just walked Jason Sanford on four pitches that wouldn't hit the side of an eight by four sheet of plywood to get the fucking Bradley Ezekiel. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> well, I mean, Brad, I'm, I'm like, and, and you know what? Yeah. And, and even at that level, you know, you're at the biggest game of the year. Yeah. Uh, Scope proven pitcher. And he wants, he wants nothing more to beat Hill United. Yeah. Yeah. And he's so amped up. He's not, he's, and he's so fucking, I don't want to face Brad that he's forgetting that, uh, of the task at hand. And and it's so common, you know, and, yeah. and, yeah. and just going back to, 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 you know, to failing, to, to succeed. I mean, luckily we went to win that game, but that would be a turning point. You know, sure. Brad had to hit one out and, you know, you, you reflect on your game and you're saying, well, well I, I just lost a nine hitter to, to get to the best hitter on the planet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe I got to, maybe I got to refocus and retool here. <laughs> That's uh, right. Yeah. And, and, you know, focus at the task. Yeah. 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 All right. Next, next guy on the list, uh, Ian Fairman. Opie. Oh man. What a teammate he is. I mean, he's my favorite person to play with. Absolute, 
beast, just the fieriest person, ginger, yeah. right from the southern shore of Newfoundland, full of fire. Yeah. <laughs> he is absolute beauty, do anything for you, run through a brick wall for his team. Nice. Um, beast of a hitter, great shortstop, wicked roommate. So my first, uh, my first team Canada camp, uh, the coaching staff had me rooming with, with Opie. So we got in at say 10 in the morning and he was flying in at like one in the morning. I said that the, you know, 10 or 12 hours later, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <clears throat> being a rookie, I had 24 beer in the fridge and a foot long sub ready for, you know, ready for the captain to come in the room. <laughs> nice. <And> I, <laughs> so I never, ever met him. And I just remember the door opening and I pretended I was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> he opens up the fridge Thanks, buddy. <laughs> nice friend for life. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's He's a beauty. That's yeah. nice. Next one on the list, uh, Sean Cleary. Sean is uh, well. He's also one of my one of my really good friends. Um, you know, he is. He, he's pitching. Obviously, a great pitcher. He's an unbelievable rapper. What? So you get him? Oh, fellas. You get him half dozen bear deep. Now, probably 18 bear deep. <laughs> he, he's rapping Tupac, Biggie, Nas. No fucking way. You name it. Oh, yeah. Hold up. Everyone got him as this quiet. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, no. He's, uh, he's a, yeah. Well, he's a bit a, of a gun, a but he's fact. a bit of a, yeah. bit of a weapon when he's, when he's on the go, usually <laughs> after a tournament for sure. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but Sean is, uh, you know, he's a pure uh, professional. Uh, he takes the game real serious. Uh, family man, uh, you know, we're, we're always we're always room together. So it's always, you know, we're not say beating around at, during tournaments and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. In the room with a, you know a couple dozen there, just talking about different players and watching film. I mean, he's a real student of the game too. Yeah. Sean is someone who, uh, you know, he, he also like back to those Sean, he got caught from his Canada games team. So he's dealt with a lot of failure in his life. Um, that burned that, that fire for him. And all Sean wants to do is all he wants to do is be the best. And he just wants people around him to, to tow that line with him. So, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, this next one, my this she's my next guest after you, uh, Kaylee mm-hmm. Rafter. Kaylee, she's the smartest catcher I know. Is that right? Wow. Oh man! So we did this uh, uh, catching seminar, or whatever, with Southwell Canada, and I got to talk to her and had share notes with her, and I was half embarrassed to share anything with her. <laughs> man, I don't know how to catch. What is she even talking about? <laughs> Oh wow! Jesus, she got a fucking doctorate in catching that. Wow! I'm just, I'm just put the glove down and, and try to catch it. She's <laughs> yeah. just like, you know, you gotta, you know, she's just a, obviously so educated in the game, and and that's the that's the real thing. And on the women's side is when they take it so serious because there's so much funding when it comes to scholarships and, yeah, and lead right. the Olympics. Is that catching to her? I mean, obviously she's a you know, great athlete. But it's like a science. Right. Wow. Right? Like, this is an art for her. I mean, what she talks about, uh, how to frame pitches and mm. uh, how to throw the ball. Like, I mean, I would never 
pat out, throw the ball, just threw the ball. Try to throw the yeah. cards again, turn my shoulder out a few times, adjusted. Um, whatever I had to do just to get the ball back to the pitcher or second base. Right. I mean, the way the way she broke it down to me, I mean, just made so much like a like a kinesiology degree by the way she was talking. Is that right? Yeah, she's just unbelievably smart, and you know, she's obviously an asset to, to softball Canada. And now, you know, I I email her sometimes as to get some uh, compare notes with her, or you know, she she told me I can email her anytime, so I definitely will. I mean, Frig she's yeah. a pro. Wow, she's yeah. a pro. I'm not. Yeah. Well, when I had, when we had Holly Spears on here, she said the same thing. She said that like Kaylee's the smartest person she knows. <laughs> wow. Definitely. Hmm. All right. My last one, your brother, Shane Bowling. Shane. Dummy. <laughs> no. uh, he's a dummy because he went to play with Hill United. All right. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm not pissed off about that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, um, you know, Shane and I, growing up together, um, he was always a, a gifted athlete. Um, he made when he was a, when he was a kid. He made Team Canada in '08. I was like I don't know, three or four years younger. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, then I think Shane. You know, he grew uh, in 2009. Sorry, he was a midget or bantam age player. He won junior nationals with us. Um, and Kelly's pub in 2010 he played senior national with that uh, three cheers team yeah. in Land too. I mean he's born in no- I was young for that one he's born in 91 I'm in 87 so mm. he was I don't even know how old he was like midget first year midget playing the senior nationals Jesus so we all knew, yeah we all knew he was gonna he was gonna be a stud for sure but yeah. I think in 2012 um, he they won juniors and they and they won junior nationals in Owen Sound, I believe. And we picked them up when we were with Jarvis. John and I picked them up from the airport, and we went and won the ISC. And then we went and won Canadian. So he was pretty, he got a lot of success at that age. Yeah. And then and then what happened was uh, Team Canada happened, and Ryan got a call to Team Canada, and Shane didn't get a call to Team Canada, and it's like okay. And then it happened the next year as well. And I think then he got a bit of a kick in the air saying, okay, at the senior level, it's a little bit different than, than just God-given talent. Right. Um, and he, uh, he just exploded again. Then he, he put more work into it um, after 2015, uh, you know, got on the Gators and excelled with them. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, you know, if you can't beat him, join him. So Hill United went and called him up, and he went there. And another couple of rings with those guys. And, yeah. Uh, and still a lot of success with, uh, with the uh, national team and, and Galway. So yeah. he's a guy He's a guy that had, had like success based on talent um, and realized, you know, that at this level you're going you're gonna to have to put more into it than he did. And you know we do see a lot of a lot of people in the game today with you know unbelievable talent at the midget and junior age, um, and then just you know, lose interest or yeah. fail, fail a few times and and pack it in. But uh, certainly a few of the guys you asked me about, um, 
are the, are the ones that persevered and, and made great careers. And so I'm glad you asked me that about those people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, one last, everyone, yeah, oh, so one last thing before we got going, uh, I want you to talk a little bit about the Avalon wave softball program that you run over there. Yeah. So, uh, we started in 2017. Uh, we did realize that there was a bit of a gap in uh, the grassroots level. Um, so like, now, T-ball is great, but it's not really showing kids, you know, the fundamentals of the game. So mm-hmm. uh, we designed just like a, a station-to-station-based program. Um, so there's three, two hitting stations, uh, two fielding stations, and a gameplay station. And, you know, we had 60 people our first year, and we had a bit of interest, and we, we went to 120. Now, this year we're about, we're hitting 300 uh, when it comes three. to camp. Wow. Nice. Yeah, and it's all just like we got we got a few senior bodies around with Sheldon Teo uh, helping us do camps and Jason Hill helping us do camps. Mm-hmm. Um, our volunteer base is huge, so we show our volunteers how to uh, how we want the drills facilitated so that the athletes are are doing it correctly. Right. Um, and what we're trying to do is just take and for the parents is take what you learn here, buy a net and a few wiffle balls, and just practice at home, and right. that's what's happening. So, we're building the community, like a sense of community through through our program, and uh, having the volunteers here is is just huge. But I think we're also giving them the avenue to, to teach their kids and other kids, and they're liking that. Now next year we're going to have a, a travel team uh, to hopefully go to Ontario for a tournament there in Upper Kyle Smith and uh, Interkip. Nice. So yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where it's going to end or how it's going to grow or whatever. I don't really have a, a big plan like that. But yeah, just keep pushing uh, it as best you can because we need it to grow. For, that's that's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Well, Bully, I got to thank you a lot for coming on. This uh, your episode is probably going to be a big boost for our podcast. Hundred percent. Yeah, and. Uh, I would say good luck next year, but Chris will probably uh, get pissed no, off. No, I always wish you the best of luck. <laughs> I, I appreciate everything Newfoundland does. And Bully, great talking to you. Uh, this is really my first time getting to talk to you, but uh, you're a great guy, and I, I appreciate everything you're doing for the sport, and uh, look forward to seeing you next year. Yes, fellas, hopefully we get to, to face off next year. Yes, God damn it. And, yes, sir. Uh, and, and then go to the beer tent. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, fellas, thank you. All right, Bully. Take, Take care, care buddy. Bully. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye. Chasing a dragon till I get it, I know it well We go day and day out living this like it's show and tell Adrenaline pumping, accelerating through these late nights Addicted to the rush that keeps us up and it's the same life Red lipstick, broken wine glass Drink away the pain and blackout time lapse Do it all again, get your lights up Let them know you well known, a prisoner to our cell phone That's why we call them cell phones, it's funny ain't it? Obsessed with success, flying high from sugar cane Fast food burger chain, can't break the routine Leg day, filling up on protein and poutine They say, get it done by all means, by all means We all fiends, pick your crutch Living in this big world on small screens Sip your cup and play your odds Put your dollar in the slot machine Scrub it till the pot is clean Pick your poison, what's your addiction, huh? It's just another word, yeah. getting old With nothing on you now
They say, pick your poison, right? Pick your poison. Uh, you never catch a dragon, that's what they say. Shopping mall, surf, spending every.